Welcome to another edition of Inside Career Technical Education. I am one of your hosts of this program, Ann Baldwin, and so glad to be joined once again by Jim Beloga, President and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute and YTI Career Institute. Jim, we've got a great show lined up. I'm so excited for our guest today. And since you two have a long-lasting relationship, I'll let you do the honors of introducing Chris Shepley. Well, thanks, Ann. It's always great to be here with you. And uh, yeah, we are. I'm very excited to talk a lot about uh, what Chris does. Uh, Chris Shepley is our, our corporate director of um, career services, and uh, he oversees um, all three states. Uh, so we operate Porter and Chester Institute in Connecticut and Massachusetts, and then YTI Career Institute in Pennsylvania. And uh, Chris oversees all of that. And um, his focus is helping our students uh, graduate with a job in in their career, and uh, it's uh, pretty exciting to you know see the students uh, go through that process. And um, I'm excited to welcome him here to our podcast today. So welcome, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Chris, let's start with um, you know this is a vital role because what good is technical training if there's no jobs at the end of the rainbow, right? And we know that these are essential workers, that these are in very high demand. So talk a little bit about what is career services and why is it such an important component of what PCI and YTI has to offer? Yeah, certainly we view our role as uh, essential uh, in the process. And, you know, career services, you know, most traditionally uh, people view us as the conduit between our graduates and employers. And that's really, you know, our, one of our primary tasks is to reach out and develop great relationships with employers in our local markets so that they understand uh, all the unique training uh, capabilities that are going on on campuses every day. Um, what people may not be aware of is the other side of career services, which is actually working uh, closely with our students on a daily basis to help them prepare uh, for their career journey. Um, most times folks think technical education, you know, I don't need the soft skills, but the reality is uh, our employers expect our students to have a strong background, soft skills, so that they can have uh, you know great interactions with their customers and continue to grow their business. So we're working kind of on two fronts. Uh, one is to build the, the great relationships with employers, and then two is making sure that our students are prepared so when they graduate they have the technical skills to be successful, but also those soft skills that employers uh, you know, sell value today. Yeah, no, that's great, Chris. I, uh, you know, if you look at our mission statement, mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it's clearly right in there. You know, in terms of committed students uh, pursuing, you know, the technical and professional skills essential for their for their career through uh, industry model education and training. Chris, talk talk a little bit more about maybe some of the specifics. Um, we've really pivoted over the years, where you know you sort of alluded to that career services was sort of like an end of the process. Um, type event where where we've now moved it up really right as soon as a student uh, joins mm -hmm. us um, maybe talk a little bit about some of the services that we we uh, offer to our students um, you know right out of the get-go sure um, yeah it, traditionally career services was kind of a you know last month of school you'd meet your you know, career service advisor and, and you know you're off and running but uh, we realized you know probably five or six years ago, that, that we really wanted that relationship to start at the beginning of the student's journey. Um, you know, oftentimes we'll actually interact before their first day of school, whether it's a brief vi a video message uh, when they enroll in their program to introduce their career service advisor to them. Uh, we've found that the key to our student success ultimately um, is great relationships with their career service advisor. So they start to build that trust that is 
you know, so important uh, along the journey. Um, so, yeah, we interact with them officially in day two uh, of their start. Uh, we do, you know, an intro seminar where we talk a little bit about career services and the types of things that we can do to help them. Um, and, again, you know, students have access to our career service advisors from day one. And it's simple things like, you know, just developing a great professional-looking resume, you know, clean, you know, no typos, you know, getting their, their skill set and message out there. Uh, we talk a lot about searching for a job in, in the local market and what that looks like. And we really try to get our students to start actively searching. So start networking, uh, whether it's our trades folks. You know, if you pull into a Dunkin' Donuts, you're going to see probably one or two trades vans early in the morning. So we want to teach our students how to develop a 30-second elevator pitch so they can go up and start interacting with these employers because, trust me, the employers are looking for talent out there. Um, and then we start to transition um, into, you know, you start having these uh, conversations uh, with employers. The next step is interviews. So we talk about interview preparation, you know, how to get ready for an interview, you know, what types of questions you might commonly see. And then we start doing some mock interview activities where students are uh, engaging, uh, you know, with other students, but also using technology uh, where they can, um, you know, the computer can ask them a question and they record their answer and they see it in real time played back. So they can start to see some of those, um, you know, nuances, uh, whether it's nonverbal or verbal communication. Um, and then I think, you know, the other thing we focus on is once they're employed, uh, we try to really focus on what it takes to grow that career because we're not here to find them a job. We're here to move them into a career, which is a long-term solution. So we talk about, you know, advancement and things that you need to do to really grow and, and make that a long-term career opportunity. And we're speaking with Chris Shepley, who's the Corporate Director of Career Services um, for both YTI and PCI. You know, Chris, I've had the opportunity to attend many of your career fairs and, and actually get to know some of the potential employers, you know, here in Connecticut, uh, from Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, you know, the utility companies, uh, the hospitals, you know, Hartford Healthcare, I mean, just huge uh, employers in this area, the car dealerships. And the comments as I walked around and talked to some of these folks that attended the career fair was just, they can't believe how well prepared and how professional your tradespeople come across at these career fairs. But now we've got COVID, so no more career fairs for now. So how are you doing that, Jim? How are you and Chris and your entire company accommodating with COVID, you know, that face-to-face -face with potential employers? Yeah, well, uh, well, I, one of the things I just wanted to mention was I, I really enjoyed doing mock interviews with our students. Yeah. And so that was back in the days where, you know, we could be, you know, in a physical location. Um, you know, and, and, and as you alluded to, I mean, the career fairs, too, we would have two career fairs um, on campus. Uh, they were pretty exciting. We had anywhere from, you know, on a smaller career fair, you know, you know, 30 or 40 uh, employers, you know, as you uh, witnessed up, up to, you know, in some cases we've had, you know, north of, you know, 60 or 70. So, um, and, and I'll, I'll let Chris talk a little more in detail about, you know, how we're doing this. But again, I think, um, you know, everything has sort of gone to the, to the zoom world, if you will. Um, but I'll let, I'll let Chris talk a little bit more about that. But, you know, again, that's, uh, in terms of our plans, uh, we are going to continue to, and we are doing this with everything that we're doing. We're using zoom as a vehicle to basically bring people together, um, you know, to the best of our ability right now, um, given the fact that we can't have people back on campuses, you know, um, in big quantities. Right. So Chris, maybe, maybe you could just talk briefly sure. about what, what we have coming up, you know, for our students, um, you know, in, in the second half of this year, if you will. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, COVID has been, you know, um, interesting. It's provided some, you know, unique opportunities. We we prefer not to call them challenges. It's, it's opportunities to, to develop and um, use technology differently. So, you know, when you pivot with career fairs, and, and that was one of the things our employers loved was, you know, coming to the campus and interacting with our students. And it was a great day for the students as well because, you know, they get to see the, the end goal of their journey, you know, right in front of them. So as a student, when you enroll in a program and you're seeing, you know, 70 employers on site looking to hire in, in the field that you're, you're interested in, that, that's, that's quite rewarding. So, you know, how can we transition that interaction to a, a virtual environment? Um, and it's, 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 you know, to this point, it's relatively simple in the sense that you move to a, a virtual career fair setting um, and you organize Zoom calls uh, where you have your employers on Zoom and you can have, you know, students kind of migrate instead of to the booth, um, you know, they can migrate to a specific Zoom call um, if it's an employer they're interested in, and they can go through and have that same conversation uh, in a virtual environment that they would have, you know, face-to-face. Um, you know, so that's quite popular right now, and, and that's something that, you know, we would like to do um, as we move into, you know, the, the end of the year. Um, you know, and then we'll see kind of, you know, where COVID is as we look uh, into, you know, the next calendar year and, and whether we'll have to continue to do a virtual career fair. But our hope is at some point in time that we'll be able to, you know, have the employers back on campus and, and, and do some of those larger events. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, I think everybody does love the the excitement of, mm-hmm. of, of packing in, you know, employers and students. And, and, you know, what's been, you know, awesome in my experience is, is that, you know, no matter where you're at, if you're just starting school or if you're halfway through, you know, or obviously if you're, you know, near the end, um, you know, all the students are, are at the career fair. So it's so it's great. You know, Chris talked about networking and, and developing your elevator pitch and getting your resume up and running. Uh, so so it's really, you know, the, that part of it, I think everybody is going to miss. Um, but, you know, hopefully at some point we'll be able to you know, get back on the campus. We're going to have to do these, um, obviously, in the context of social distancing and everything else. So, um, you know, I think once uh, we get through maybe the, the fall and the winter, you know, we'll, we'll reevaluate whether or not we can do some in-person ones. They'll have to be much more, uh, they'll be much smaller. But, um, Chris, you know, talk just quickly, um, you know, about, and this is sort of like, you know, in, in less than 30 seconds, just rattle off some of the employers that uh, we've been working with, um, you know, whether it's in, uh, you know, Massachusetts, Connecticut, or, or, or Pennsylvania. Yeah, I mean, you know, we really try to work with a, a diverse group of, of, of companies. So, you know, in, in Massachusetts, um, you know, on electrical side, we work a lot with Florence Electric, uh, Rivers Electric, uh, Interstate Electric, Griffin Electric. So not surprisingly, all the big names, uh, you know, we're working with. But we also work with a smaller, you know, kind of one and two, you know, three-person shops, uh, you know, as well. Um, you know, Anna mentioned in Connecticut, you know, we work with Foxwoods, uh, Mohegan Sun, with our low-voltage uh, electrical tech program. They actually work on um, maintenance of their, their slot machines and, and equipment like that. Electric um, boat? Electric boat, certainly, is another one. Uh, Pratt & Whitney, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the local market, uh, we, you know, we've been partnering with them. You know, so when you look at a list of employers, again, you know, on, on the exact side, you know, Santa Energy, uh, NCON, um, you know, all of the big names you know, that you would want to see are, are there, and we really value those relationships but we also, again, are not afraid to work with a company that's got, you know, two or three techs and it's family-owned business. Um, you know, each of our students has a unique profile. And while some might be a great fit for an electric boat, 
Others are going to be a better fit for a much smaller uh, shop and experience. Um, you know, so we're fortunate. I mean, we really work hard to build those employer relationships and sustain those. Um, you know, and that's really our, our bread and butter at the end of the day is making sure our students have multiple opportunities to evaluate different you know types of employers. Yeah, I know that was great, Chris. Thanks, uh, thanks for that information. Um, you know, one of the things that um, I've often been asked, you know, by our graduates, our alumni, is, you know, what what happens if a graduate loses their job or or needs some additional help finding a job once they're uh, really out of that first job? And uh, you know, maybe you can talk a little bit about, you know, how um, you know we continue to um, you know work with our graduates and uh, encourage them to call us back if if they um, you know if they if they're having issues let's just say two or three or four or five years out, out of school and maybe you can talk a little bit about that and then how um, uh, we'll talk about that first and then I, I do want to wrap up just talking about how you know some of our graduates are going into employers um, companies and and the employers are actually reaching out to us and uh, asking us to um, provide some very specific uh, training to the remainder of their employees. So first talk a little bit about, you know, alumni, former graduates, sure. and then we'll, we'll, we'll tackle the, uh, the employer piece at the end. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I'm glad you asked. I mean, you know, employer, you know, alumni relationships are, are, uh, are interesting. Um, you know, we talk to students, you know, all the time. So uh, our goal is to get our graduates employed. Uh, you know, prior to their grad date, um, and we've seen more and more employers uh, willing to work with us because, again, when when you're fighting for top talent, you want to get them early. Um, you know, but we tell students, you know, just because you take a job and maybe it doesn't work out the way you want, you know, our phones don't shut off. Uh, you know, we still want you to call us back and engage with us. Um, if you have different challenges, we're, we're here to help. So, you know, that, that process doesn't go uh, away. Um, you know, and students always have the ability to work with their career service advisor, uh, you know, even after graduation. So as we started to look at, you know, you know traditional colleges, um, you know, they have alumni networks. And we started to talk internally, well, we really want to develop our alumni network and make it be something that our students are proud of. Uh, you know, graduating from Porter and Chester at YTI Institute is, is tough. Um, you know, you have to be dedicated. You have to work extremely hard and be goal-oriented. Um, and so we want to celebrate that success. So we actually uh, recently just hired someone who's going to come in and kind of manage our, uh, our alumni uh, relationships, if you will. And our goal is to continue to maintain long-term relationships that will benefit our students and our employers. Um, so that's kind of our focus as we you know, look to kind of build this out and make it somewhat more formal, uh, you know, so that students who graduate from PCI and YTI will have that same sense of pride uh, as someone who might graduate from Yale or Harvard. So that's our goal, and, and we're really excited, and I think we're starting to see, you know, some response from our alumni saying, that's great to hear from you. You know, here's, here's where I am in my career, and, and here's what I might be looking for as a, as a next move. And, and so, so we're excited about that. You know, just to wrap it up, um, you know, talk a little bit about, um, you know, some of our graduates out in the workplace and then their employers reaching out to us, asking us to do specific uh, company related training based on what they've experienced, um, you know, because of our graduates and their, um, you know, their contribution to their organizations. Yeah. So, again, one of the things that we started to see as we had more and more successful uh, you know, employment outcomes uh, employers come back to us and say, hey, listen, you know, we just hired, uh, you know, John, and he's doing a great job. Um, is there any way that Porter and Chester can train some of our current employees? Uh, we, we like the skills and the skill set that that individual has. Uh, and for a long time, we were kind of hesitant to, uh, to, to dive into that. 
but again, we've recently um, you know, hired someone internally that their job is going to be to work specifically with employers uh, to you know, kind of tease out some of their needs for training. So a couple examples real-time for us, um, you know, uh, Pratt & Whitney, uh, in East Hartford, um, you know, they have been looking for some assistance with uh, electrical, uh, you know, training. And uh, so they reached out to us, and uh, we went over toward the facility, extremely, you know, uh, impressive facility. Um, and while walking through the plant, uh, I had at least four PCI alumni come up and introduce themselves as we were walking through. You know, I graduated from Porter and Chester, you know, 15 years ago, you know, 10 years ago. Uh, one gentleman is actually uh, one of two people in the whole U.S. that can run this particular piece of equipment and maintain it. Uh, extremely, you know, pr- uh, extremely uh, impressive credentials. Uh, most recently, we just uh, partnered with a, a company called Siptex, uh, and they're a manufacturing company. They hired two graduates from our CAD program. Uh, extremely impressed with uh, their background and knowledge, so they reached out and said, "Hey." you know, can you come in and work with our current staff and get them up to, you know, speed? So we set up a very specific curriculum uh, for them uh, online, and it focuses on 3D printing uh, for injection moldings. But for their business, if they can do that um, a little bit better, it's going to be a huge payoff to them. You know, so those are some of the the most recent examples. And, And again, we're reaching out to employers, and we're getting more and more positive feedback. So we expect to have uh, additional um, offerings, uh, you know, come down uh, the line here very shortly. So we're super excited about that. Great. And if any potential alumni or folks who need to reach back out to PCI or YTI, um, the best way to do that would go to um, the website, right, porterchester.edu or Y. TI.edu, and you can always reach the right person on those websites. Chris Jeffley, you're doing amazing things. Um, it's great to see that everything's evolving, you know, in these difficult times, but there are jobs out there, essential jobs, and your graduates are in a good position, it sounds like. So Chris Shepley, Corporate Director, Career Services, um, thank you again for being on the program. This was interesting, Jim, wasn't it? It was. It was great. We could, we could, we, uh, to all our podcast listeners, we just, uh, we know this is a little bit longer than normal, but uh, we could go for, 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 for many, many hours talking about employment. Worth every second. And with that, let's uh, just thank everyone for listening to this edition of Inside Career Technical Education.